discussing blade uh, apparently there's a lot of issues going on these are some rumors that have been happening um so uh this is kind of the rumor that's going around is blade star mahersha ali is reportedly very frustrated with production of marvel's upcoming vampire movie with the script featuring just two lackluster action scenes uh jeff snyder uh i mean i mean i mean they also announced him three years ago and very little has actually happened for hmm. yeah uh, pandemic too. Yeah. Um, it says Jeff Snyder noted uh, industry insider recent tweet that he had been told the two the current Blade script is roughly ninety pages and features exactly two lackluster action scenes. Mahersha uh, said to be very frustrated with the process. Uh, with the script links uh, naturally uh, very film to film. A usual rule of thumb is to expect each page to translate mm -hmm. to a minute of the movie. Should Snyder's uh, information be correct, correct, a ninety page script would make Blade a very short for a Marvel film. And if there are only two action scenes that won't expand the runtime by much of course runtime is no uh, indication of quality but if ali um is as frustrated as snyder snorts his claim that things may not be looking great for blade right now this is via ign i'm reading this um there's also um the report that this is also from the via uh, the hollywood reporter that they lost the director the director of uh, bossom uh, Tariq. um he was the director of the film but he will no longer be doing it um yeah, so he dropped out of the project. Um, apparently, it's due to you know the classic of I think scheduling conflicts is the thing that they announced. Uh, it's, it's it's either schedule conflicts or creative creative differences, differences. that are like yeah. the go to yeah. the go to announcement. Uh, uh, yeah, but not but nothing I'm hearing speaks too much of a red flag. I mean, yeah. sometimes directors change out. I mean, we almost got a Patty Jenkins Thor the Dark World until until uh, Alan Taylor jumped on that project. We got a almost got a completely different version of Thor Ragnarok before Taika Waititi. I, these movies, they go through how many rewrites, how many script changes. This shit happens. But I imagine it's getting reported so heavily on because Blade is one of the great superhero movies. Mm. And because there's already a chip on the shoulder of most people watching it. But, yeah. however, this kind of does open the door to more interesting prospects. I mean, is Gina Price life movie? Mm. Yeah, that's people's favorite to replace uh, the director there. Uh, which I would I would also like to see. I would be there. I was going to be there day one anyway, but I was, <laughs> I'd be there day one, like multiple seat to. Mm, yeah. Um, and apparently this movie is getting completely rewritten now. Uh, Blade is after the director has kind of fallen out and the person who's going to rewrite the movie is one of the writers from Moon Knight. Um, is the people that's going to be rewriting this movie. Uh, and he's working on X-Men oh, 97. And he's working on X-Men 97 as well. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. And like uh, Nick was mentioning, um, how, like, you know, you do have uh, a movie with Wesley Snipes, The First Blade, which uh, kickstarted, like, you know, restarted the whole comic book genre again. I mean, that, and then it followed into X-Men and yeah, then Spider-Man. Yeah, we, yeah we, would, we would not have superhero movies as they are today without Blade. Mm. Nope. Yeah. Uh, Blade, yeah, he was a star. I mean, it, that was that movie being a huge success um, really catapulted a lot of people to really invest more in comic book movies. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, uh, Hunter, where kind of your thoughts on this news uh, there? It's it's much ado about nothing for the most part because you know th- this will get delayed. They'll fine tune. They'll figure it out. Um, I think this is actually a good thing in the grand scheme of things mm-hmm. because I think I think because uh, people have to keep in mind Blade wasn't even going to be a thing. Mahershala Ali called Kevin Feige and was like, "I want to be Blade," <laughs> and and Kevin Feige even said, <laughs> "Yeah, when a two time Oscar winner sure, calls fuck. you and says." You want to, yeah, what, you go, yeah, yeah, like, what, uh, yeah, when one of the greatest working actors today, a two time Oscar winner, calls you, you say yes, exactly. So, I'm sure Mahershal is frustrated with the process, and honestly, good, he should be. Um, I don't know if he's a producer on the film, he might be, but um, but I'm sure, I'm sure he's pissed, and you know what, good, this means that they're gonna get this shit right, so yeah, it, you know. it's like. Just have patience. Uh, I mean, it, I mean, no good thing ever came out of rushing a project. Nothing no. good came out of rushing it. Mm. And, 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 and because there was so much of a fucking like a chip on the shoulder of everybody seeing a new Blade movie that isn't Wesley Snipes, they know that they have to get this shit right. It, it, exactly, and. Here's the thing. It's the same thing with Fantastic Four. It's the same thing with mm-hmm. everyone being like, we don't have casting. We don't know what's going on. What the hell? It's like, they've, like, the last... Patience, movie, bitch! Yeah, yeah. The, last Blade, the last Blade property was Blade the Series, which was on Spike TV, which people forget <laughs> with uh, starring Silk the Shaka, uh, which people forget <laughs> it was even a fucking thing. Which, uh, which, it had yeah. moments, actually. It's, it had it's not moments. a good show, but it's a guilty pleasure of mine. Yeah. It, it, it had, I, I, as someone who watched the whole series, there are actually some moments on there that, that do work, but the last film we got was back in 2004 with Blade Trinity, which is dog shit. Um, so, <laughs> so, bad. so here's the thing, we'll probably, even if this comes out in 2024, which at this point I would actually prefer, that's 20 years since the last one. I think Marvel understands they need to get this shit right considering how the last film went. So, if they need to take their time and delay it and push up Armor Wars, like I was saying on the, uh, last bit of news, do that shit. Um, that's fine, I can wait, we've waited this fucking long, so we don't need to rush it. Um... You'll see Blade and other shit before Blade comes out. Like that, that I would bet money on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yeah, it, it, this is just a story because it's Marvel and people want the want the movie. That that's the it, only reason it's really a thing. It's a story because it's Marvel, and they a lot of flack recently because of the kind of uh, eh reception of Phase Four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, which which even though it's eh. In, in the eyes of some people, people still forget. I mean, Thor made almost 800 mil. The Strange almost made Multiverse Madness when we made a bill. Like, this, you know, the oh no aspect go of the Go woke, go broke. Four. Yeah, it's still, <laughs> go like, go broke it's, phase. Still, it's, it's still working, apparently, so, yeah. Yeah, like, they can complain all they want. Feige is, Feige is still making it rain in the fucking Marvel, Marvel Studios offices. Mm. Yeah, so yeah. if you know this being the quote down phase, but this is how fickle nerds are. Like, so I I, mm-hmm. I was I saw people on their timelines a month ago going, "Marvel's done, Marvel's dead," 
and then going last week going, oh shit, Deadpool 3, let's go. It's like, you fucking hypocrite. <laughs> you <laughs> so, fucking <laughs> bitches. Yeah, so like, just wait for the shit to come out. It'll be fine. Yeah. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Koki, what are your thoughts? Um, at first, uh, you know, production problems, director changes, you know, script rewrites, all that thing. It, it happens all the time. I, I'm not concerned about that. The only thing is that they reported that Mahershala Ali was uh, unhappy. That's, that's the thing that really is concerning. And also, I, I feel like Marvel is like really good at keeping these production problems under wraps because I'm sure this is not the first time, you know, people have been upset, director changes happen stuff behind the scenes but i i felt like they were more smart about keeping these things under wraps so why is this being reported and you know when these things come out it just gives more bad press to the movie itself i mean you look mm-hmm. at don't worry darling so i i feel like you know or yeah that's concerning that you know stuff like this is coming out but uh yeah i feel like this could have i feel like the whole situation could have been handled a little bit better and the thing is, when stuff like this comes out, there's more fan rage, there's more people bitching online, which kind of adds fuel to the fire, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, but Marvel's uh, been really good. It's like, we have, to, yeah, we have to summarize this entire story. It's making a mountain out of a non-existent molehill. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's one of those things that Marvel's really good at burying these stories kind of like Sinatra would bury hookers in the desert because <laughs> like you know I have to like like, like <laughs> huh. yes go me um, I, <laughs> I uh like you think about Black Widow like that made money especially even with the pandemic going on and people for people that, I've had to that, remind that people made, that, 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 made, that made money pandemic with that fucking $30 premium bullshit that they were still trying <laughs> Yeah, and I have to remind people that Scarlett Johansson would sue Disney. People are like, oh, yeah, she did sue Disney. And, I'm like, exactly. and they settled. Yeah. And so, they settled out of court. Yeah. Yeah, so this will be another thing that will just be buried under, you know, buried in the Nevada desert. And then when the movie comes out, people go, mm. a little bit of a scandal. And, and it'll it'll add up to nothing, mm. honestly. It's only, a, it's only a scandal if the movie sucks. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, it, uh. it's interesting that you bring up the Scarlett Johansson lawsuit because I feel like early Marvel never had these kind of issues or just big stories reported. It's only until recently that these things started coming out. Do you think, um, like, I, I mean, they're, they're I, doing I mean, a bad job that... at keeping it under? I mean, I, I think a lot of that was because in the early days very few people had actual faith in a lot of these projects. I mean, Iron Man launching this universe before 2008, Iron Man was a B-list character. I I Mm. mean, there was like a recent interview with, (laughs) there was a recent interview with uh, one of the former CEOs of, who was it? It was uh, um, a touchstone because they originally had the rights to Iron Man, Correct. and they never yeah. made a movie because they thought that it was, it was he's too niche of a character. They're not gonna like make any money off it. And then the rights reverted back to Marvel, and they made all of the money in the world and one of the greatest cinematic franchises of all time. Mm. So I have like the the Marvel, uh, 
like the Marvel history book that like big ass like encyclopedia basically, <laughs> oh, and they flat out say in that book that Iron Man was a B level C like like at best but like a C level character before it's it's like the it, it's like the equivalent of Peacemaker before the Suicide Squad. It, that's a very good comparison, and yeah, that because he was on that level. Like if you were a comic book reader, you were familiar. With, with Iron Man, but for the most part, like, yeah, people would be calling Tony Stank, you know, if you ask someone on the street. You know, before that. Yes, but thank you for that. Yeah, you're welcome. But yeah, so you know, it it'll be fine. Like, unless this movie just falls apart and Marshall leaves the project. If that happens, then yeah, sound the alarm. But yeah, Herschel leaves that worried. However, yeah, um, they say that the script isn't rewritten, but it's still being uh, written by uh, one of the writers from uh, the Watchmen series. I'm blanking on the name right now. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, so it's a woman. Uh, it's it's a, it's a woman mm-hmm. who uh, who wrote it. Uh, who was she? Was a story editor uh, on it. Yeah, yeah, a story editor on Watchmen, uh, and the writer is uh, is uh, Stacy Osei Kufour. I hope yeah. to God I'm pronouncing that right. But yeah. yeah, she she was writer on the Morning Show, on uh, Watchmen, on Pen Fifteen. Mm. Yeah, Pen Fifteen. Oh, wow, three fantastic, yeah, three fantastic projects. The story editor on Hunters and Run. Yeah, which are all great projects, and again, just you know, take your time with this project. It's like don't don't roll the camera until you have it right from the script. Um, all right. Uh, I want to get into something else. I wanted Hunter's opinion on. Um, they are doing Armor Wars, and they are making a movie out of it they are upgrading it um it says marvel studios this is via the Hollywood reporter has shaken up its armor Wars project and now that uh what was to be a series for disney plus will be redeveloped as a feature film the movie essentially pushes back the title yep. further down the development uh slate uh sources say the studio was committed to in getting the story told the right away and in that process realized that a feature was better suited for the project like all marvel movies is intended for a theatrical release um what are some of your thoughts there like I mean, Armor Wars is a series. So is that based on a comic book run, particularly? It is. Okay. Yeah, it's based it on, is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's based on an armor uh, on a uh, on a run where Tony Stark has his tech uh, stolen. So it's basically it, it's very kind of Mission Impossible, James Bond in that in in that in that way. It's more of a kind of like a spy kind of espionage type arc. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really fun run as well. And what's interesting about this is where depending on where they decide to have the film come out you could have Rhodey end up being like a mentor to Riri, uh, Riri Williams because we know Ironheart mm-hmm. is filming right now and she's making her mm-hmm. debut next month in Wakanda Forever yeah. so I, I'm really I, I feel like that's where we're heading but with this mm-hmm. becoming a film now you have a lot of avenues you could go down. You could have the scrolls show up because I think this will be set after Secret Invasion since that's coming out yeah, next year. Yeah, they, yeah, they announced that Secret Invasion is directly going to lead into Armor Wars, and yeah. I, I'm and I'm kind of happy that they've they've 
like shifted gears and from this being a series to a film because i feel like marvel studios they're one of the best studios that have like taken lessons learned from their past mistakes mistakes quote unquote with a lot of their disney plus shows in that a lot of those shows could have just been a two-hour movie like hawkeye is comes to mind immediately and they're taking the lesson that not everything needs some stories are better suited to a film some stories are better suited for television like moon knight i thought was great for television miss marvel works really well for television she hulk works really well for television but shows like um shows like uh hawkeye that would have been better paced as a film and I feel like they're kind of like taking that lesson learned with uh, Armor Wars. And also, you have Don Cheadle, who's like one of the most consistently great actors, in getting him a showcase like this, hmm. which he deserves. He 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 straight up like he's been one of those. Okay, so similar in a comic where like Anthony Mackie, you know, was a supporting character, waited his turn, waited his turn. Now he's Captain America. Now, when you look at someone like Cheadle, who's been really consistent in limited stuff when they've given him, you know, stuff in, like, Infinity War, stuff in Civil War, even when he shows mm-hmm. up in Falcon Winter Soldier, you know, Emmy nomination. Um, <laughs> when, um, but he deserves a chance to lead a feature film. And what this mm-hmm. says to me, I think Justin Hammer's on his way back. Because anytime Sam Rockwell's, been I am so excited it. to see him. Yeah, he's been if he is back, please bring him back. He's been multiple times, and he just keeps going like, "Oh, it sounds like a cool idea," and like, <laughs> and like basically <laughs> turning, winking at like, the camera. Yeah, they, it's, like, it's like, hey, if they, I'm down for it. But yeah, yeah. but it, it it feels <laughs> like Marvel's kind of kind of going like, okay, we want to make this a film because we have some some shit that needs to happen in this so Mm -hmm. um if you do if you follow armor wars like you make some tweaks to it um you know we have the uh oh my god why am i blanking on her uh her god that um you have uh thank you yeah you have power broker Mm -hmm. out there because you know that whole line about Mm -hmm. you know we're gonna have access all this tech and all that this could yeah, easily and, tie and 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 something set up from Spider-Man No Way Home, and that the Department of Damage Control sees so many of Stark Industries' assets. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. um, that is one thing the movie kind of needs to address. I feel like they're going to address it there. Is what the fuck is happening, in Stark Industries, at this <laughs> point? Because like, does Happy own it? Does like the department just go, we're going to dissolve this shit? Like, I think the last time we saw Pepper, Pepper, right? Yeah, so honestly, bring bring Gwyneth Paltrow back just to kill her, and I'm not even saying that to be an asshole. But honestly, no, 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 no like I, I, I'm not, I'm not saying that because you smell sells, you know, vagina scented candles and all that shit. But I'm saying like, <laughs> you can go ahead though and and add to that chaos of Rhodey's world by having Stark Industries not have a CEO. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. if I'm really fancy booking this shit, and I wanted to just kind of go real Hail Mary, they won't do this, by the way. But if you wanted to keep Tom Holland out of the suit for a little bit, you could have him do the whole Parker Industries route. You could do that if you wanted, because there needs to be someone running Stark. Mm. But <laughs> but I think that's an interesting notion, and that's a way to keep uh, Rhodey around if you decide to take him out of the mm-hmm. armor, which 
I mean, what, Don Cheadle's, what, 50? I think he's... he got to be 50, right? He, yeah, close to 60s, he I think. His, yeah, he's pushing 60, but... Is he really? Even a character like... Yeah, yeah I did well. Even, even a character like Roy, like War Machine, it's not as physically demanding because he's in the suit most of the time. And it's like most of what we get him is just that little like face display of yeah yeah you're you're not you're not wrong but like if you want to go and have Rhodey and actually now I say it out loud I kind of actually love the idea of Rhodey being the one to take like you you talk about Stark's will and like part of the assets were left to Rhodey which honestly yeah. for as many times as he probably took care of Tony's podcast <laughs> is the least Tony could do. So, All right. but, you could, but you could have him be that guy fronting, you know, mm-hmm. setting helping set up West Coast Avengers or even new Avengers. Like there's there's a lot of directions you could take uh Rhodey after the movie, but that's a really easy way to keep Cheeto around and not have hmm. him need to suit up all the time. So yeah, um, I'm excited it's gonna be a movie. I mean, I'm excited he's gonna get a chance to star in some shit and actually um, get to flesh the character out more because he deserves that after after all this time. Yeah. And, and especially just talking about uh, Falcon Soldier, the that both Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan got from just getting that space to flesh out both of their characters where they were more or less in the background in the MCU proper. And it's just the idea of getting of letting Don Cheadle, who's one of the great actors, and letting him play in this space and a character that he's played for way more than a decade and a half. Mm. Koki, any thoughts? Yeah, uh, I am. I am excited that this is going to be a movie. Um, I, I, I respect Marvel's decisions that you know this could have been a tighter script or. You know, this could have been tighter as a movie. Um, so, if that's the reason why they turned this into a movie, I I respect their decision for that. Uh, I hope uh, Don Cheadle is gonna get a big push because you know he he was he played this character for a very long time. But uh, in the grand scheme of things, I don't think he got a lot to do. We we saw him mm. in Endgame. He he was kind of more in the forefront, but. I feel like, you know, him being a lead, we can actually see more of him. Mm-hmm. Plus, from an, an emotional standpoint or a character standpoint, you know, he stood by Tony since day one. The whole reason why Tony decided to become Iron Man was because, you know, he wanted to protect the people and just cause the tech from being in the wrong hands of people. And now, uh, Rhodey has to face that this, and has to, you know, he has to step up and stop that. That's, to me, a very interesting character arc. And uh, yeah, I yeah, hope he, I, yeah, yeah. he he basically has to face Tony Stark's worst yeah. nightmare. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and I hope yeah. they bring back Sam Rockwell. I I hope he was just he was one of those very charismatic villains that we never really got to see again. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of like mm. you know whatever he, he whatever happened to that guy. He was a charismatic villain that got the shaft of just the way Iron Man Two was made. To where mm, yeah, it's like he didn't get to be a character; he just had to be sent in to in this like two and a half hour Avengers commercial. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. I like Iron Plus, Man too. Yeah. I I fully acknowledge its flaws, but um, mm-hmm. something else you could do: you could bring Amen because um, they have history of Kamala, um, mm. and we're gonna get Aim at some point. Like the even the bee suit, the beekeeper suits in WandaVision are very reminiscent of 
of aim. So, I mean, there's a lot. Of, we could get Obadiah Stain or a Ezekiel Stain. I would love. I would love that. Bring his kids in. You know, they're like, yeah, yeah. fuck. You know, fuck you and fuck your friend. Like that's <laughs> an easy revenge plot to tell. So, um, yeah. there's a lot of places they could go with this. But yeah, hmm. yeah. Plus, I feel like. A lot of the more grounded Marvel properties, like Winter Soldier and uh, Civil War, I thought, you know, of all the MCU properties, like the grounded ones, those are, to me, like the more interesting ones where you can explore some of the character depths. So I hope uh, Armor Wars kind of falls on, you know, that kind of... Uh, of the more grounded Marvel movies. So mm. that's another reason why I'm really excited for it. It continues um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I, I hope um, that's one of my favorite of, of the uh, MCU uh, series. So I hope it continues that story and also continuing the story of uh, Iron Man in a way. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Um, you know, I like that maybe they didn't think like, hey, we didn't have enough material here to do a maybe six or eight episode series. Maybe just adapt this material, put it into a movie. I'm interested to see who the uh, director will be here. Um, it says the person who was originally going to write the series uh, uh, to. Uh, no, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Lassier Lester, um, who was acting the head writer of the series, will remain at its uh, will remain as its future a feature scribe. So the writer will still continue over from the series onto the movie, uh, which is like mm, okay. Um, and I was trying to look at some other stuff that this writer did. Um, I see if anything it was kind of of note really. Um, I didn't really see anything really big. They jumped out. Nothing that I've really particularly seen all that much. I don't believe. Um, but he's done a lot of kind of other different shows. Uh, he did maybe Blackish. He did. He wrote maybe an episode of that. He wrote an episode of that. Uh, the Mindy Project. Never seen that. Um, so it's kind of various kind of shows. Oh, we're doomed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he also did like Girls as well. He did Girls, which I've never seen. Did it wrote a couple episodes. Oh God, I mean, we're really that... doomed now. Shit. Oh. <laughs> that's not oh, a good yeah. sign. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean that's, I mean that's kind of a thing with Marvel where they get a lot of these lesser writers. I mean, the writer of Shang Chi wrote Snake Eyes and wrote fucking uh, Mortal Kombat. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. And Shang-Chi kicks ass. Yeah. It's way and better Shang-Chi than Shang-Chi is two. fucking amazing. Yeah. I, I love Shang-Chi. But... And, and even even going back to, like, uh, uh, Phase 3, is like, uh, Cargill and Derrickson, it's like, the biggest claim of fame was uh, Sinister, and Kevin Feige took me on them, and they get Doctor Strange. Mm. Yeah. Well, actually, I'm sorry. Uh, it said here that, okay, you wrote girls but he didn't write for the mindy project he just acted on that show he didn't write for the mindy project that he didn't act uh, on that show oh. uh, that, that might nice. be worse but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> really is that not good i mean you know yeah. uh, <laughs> concerning yeah <laughs> a little bit but that's that's interesting though like the villain will be very interesting because the fact we have the leader coming back for captain america mm. 4 is nuts like that's why I tell y'all. I'm telling y'all, literally, they can bring back anyone. They bring back the leader from the fucking Incredible Hulk. It, Justin Hammer coming back is nothing. <laughs> yeah, hmm. and I think a huge part of that was just the the powers that be of Marvel seeing Tim Blake Nelson's performance in Watchmen and just 
we gotta get this motherfucker in our show in, in our yeah. universe again. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But it's just so it's so random in the best way. Just like, alright, cool. Yeah. Sure, why not? But <laughs>